The nation of Judah sinned greatly against God. The city of Jerusalem was extremely sinful against God, setting up idols to worship, removing things of God. Eventually, God brought judgment upon Jerusalem. The prophet Ezekiel experienced this judgment and spoke ahead of time of the judgment that was coming to Jerusalem where the nation of Israel would be taken into bondage and the nation of Judah would be put under the control of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. And horrible things would be done for 70 years to the people of the children of Judah. At the end of this world, we have the Great Tribulation, where the apostate churches will be judged by Jesus when he returns. And we have all the plagues of God that are brought about because of the sins of the apostate churches today and the world today. As we read the Old Testament, How can we keep from thinking of that which is coming upon the New Testament church at the end of this present world? The apostate churches will be judged by Jesus. The elect of God who have avoided the apostasy and turned from it and clung to the Holy Scriptures will be delivered by Jesus. To consider the destruction God brought upon Jerusalem, we look at Ezekiel chapter 9. Start at verse 1. He cried also in mine ears with a loud voice, saying, Cause them that have charge over the city to draw near even every man with his destroying weapon in his hand. And behold, six men came from the way of the higher gate, which lieth toward the north, and every man a slaughterer weapon in his hand. And one man among them was clothed with linen with a writer's inkhorn by his side. And they went in and stood beside the brazen altar. And the glory of God of Israel was gone up from the cherub, whereupon he was to the threshold of the house. And he called to the man clothed with linen, which had the writer's inkhorn by his side. And the Lord said unto him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the foreheads, of the men that sigh and cry for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. And to the others he said in mine hearing, Go ye after him through the city and smite. Let not your eyes spare, neither have ye pity. Slay utterly old and young both maids and little children and women, but come not near to any man upon whom is the mark, and begin at my 
sanctuary. Then they began at the ancient men which were before the house. And he said unto them, Defile the house, and fill the courts with the slain. Go ye forth. And they went forth, and slew in the city. And it came to pass, while they were slaying them, and I was left, that I fell upon my face, and cried, and said, Ah, Lord God, wilt thou destroy all the residue of Israel in thy pouring out of thy fury upon Jerusalem? Then he said unto me, The iniquity of the house of Israel and Judah is exceeding great, and the land is full of blood, and the city full of perverseness. For they say, The Lord hath forsaken the earth, and the Lord seeth not. And as for me also, mine eye shall not spare, neither will I have pity, but I will recompense their way upon their head. And behold, the man clothed with linen, which had the inkhorn by his side, reported the matter, saying, I have done as thou hast commanded me. That's the destruction of Jerusalem in the day of Ezekiel the prophet. Today, at the end of this present world, the wrath of God will come upon this world and upon the apostate church for the wickedness which they do against him and against their own flesh. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. In the destruction of Jerusalem, the earth still remained, and there was a judgment of 70 years of bondage placed on the nation of Judah. But when Jesus comes the second time, judgment will be the object, and there will be no future on this present earth, for it will be destroyed with fire at the day of the Lord. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 11. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace, without spot, and blameless." God has prepared a new Jerusalem, a new heaven, and a new earth for the elect of God, for the dead in Christ who have served God in their lifetime. 
The dead in Christ will be raised first. Then they who are still alive on this earth will be raised from off this earth. Those who are the elect of God who have avoided the apostate church will be raised by God to meet the dead in Christ who have been raised by God and both the dead in Christ who have been raised by God and the elect of God who have avoided the apostate churches will be taken to the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. The great tribulation comes upon this present heaven and earth And at the very end of the great tribulation, the earth will be burned with fire. The heaven will pass away with fire. And there will be no more of what we see today of the current heaven and current earth. But it will be the new Jerusalem, the new heaven and the new earth. The Apostle John tells us about this in Revelation 21. The Apostle John says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. That's the new heaven, the new earth, the new Jerusalem in Revelation 21. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, start at verse 13. The Apostle Paul says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, concerning those who are dead, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you, by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not go before them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds. Those who are alive on this earth at the time that Jesus returns, the elect of God who have avoided the apostate church, will be taken off this earth up into heaven and will meet Jesus and the dead in Christ who have been resurrected 
they will meet in the clouds. To meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Paul didn't want us to mourn and carry on like the world does, who has no hope. We know the resurrection. Therefore, we don't do the things that these worldly people do and that these apostate churches do when someone dies. We know the resurrection. Matthew 24, Jesus says, starting at verse 29, Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. We will not have these same bodies that we currently have. We will not have these bodies when we are taken to the new heaven and the new earth. These bodies will not go with us. We will have new spiritual bodies at that time. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 48, starting there, the Apostle Paul says, As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Now I say this, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery, says Paul. We shall not all sleep. We shall not all die but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Blink your eye, that's how fast it will happen. Blink your eye, you'll be changed instantly into that new heavenly body and removed from this earth or removed from the dead if you are already dead, raised from the dead. But it's that fast, the blink of an eye, it will happen. The dead in Christ will be raised first and then the living will be taken off this earth. Those who have held to the word of God, those of the real church, not of the apostate church. For the apostate church will be condemned, according to the Apostle Paul's writing. When Jesus returns, the apostate church will be destroyed, along with the world. 
2 Thessalonians chapter 2, start at verse 8. When Jesus returns a second time, it will be to bring judgment to both the good and the evil. Judgment is to reward the good. Judgment is to damn the evil. And it will be for eternity, forever. Verse 8, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. When Jesus comes, and then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. In the second coming of Jesus, it is not to save people, it is to judge people, to judge what their works are. Those who are righteous and follow the scriptures will be raised and taken to the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. The apostate church who have cast aside certain scriptures and fail to follow all of the New Testament Bible, they will be damned along with the world. That's the second coming of Jesus.